Howdy, howdy, and welcome to my bloody Judy with your final forgets, myself, Zachary Patton Garcia. And Ian Carlos Crawford. Today, our opening chill is a special guest, author of Surrender Your Sons, Adam Sass. Yes. Hello, Adam. How are you doing? Where you been? What you been up to? (laughs) Oh, I have been grand. What a great time to be an alive person in the United (laughs) States. Um, It's been great. Uh, No, I've I've been, um, yeah, I have not uh, been recording you know, stuff like this in a while. I'm like super miss it because I've been on deadline. I've um, I've got a bunch of books coming out. If you see up here, I've got my next book. Uh, the Does that happen to be the book that's coming out that you have <laughs> that happens to be displayed behind you? Yes, it is the very same. So my first book, Surrender Your Sons, is a thriller. It's already out. And my second book, it's a rom-com, The 99 Boyfriends of Micah Summers. It is out uh, September 20th. And then I'm writing in the middle, I'm in the middle of writing, um, uh, important to today's topic, I'm writing a slasher, which is screaming clueless, which is in gay, gayer. Um, And uh, it's called Your Lonely Nights Are Over. And it is going to be out next fall, fall 2023. But I'm in the middle of revising that right now. She's busy. She's busy. busy. Oh, she's busy. Yeah, it's it's too much. We're going to be doing a a chase scene breakdown, our second one for the uh, C.C. Cooper chase scene from Scream 2. As part of our Summer of Sarah Michelle Geller. Yes, that is something that we're doing. It almost feels like we're not, but it is I something that we, are, <laughs> that we are doing. We're trying to. Zach, uh, Zach had dared to give himself some time <laughs> off, and now it feels like we're not doing it. <laughs> it's so funny. I love that you're doing this. Um, but when I first heard of like, the Summer of Sarah Michelle Geller, I was like, it's my bloody Judy. Isn't isn't that like every summer? Listen, listen, and we tried to do something special, okay? I think we I both like, had, I know what you did last summer, in yeah. our mindset <laughs> during that time. Because everybody else commented the same thing and retweeted the same thing and said, <laughs> and said every every month is Sarah Michelle Geller month. It's like, we fucking know. I get it, okay? <laughs> I get it. Landmine, I'm sorry. <laughs> Sensitive subject, okay? You it hit really, a soft spot. That's right. It really was like a bunch of comments being like. Every, it felt like always. people pointing at us saying, "You're not a Sarah Michelle Geller fan." Like you're just, you're just. Yeah, like, I don't know. I got a Stan account that's like, you know, funny you mention that. Um, funny you mention uh, going to Las Vegas. Gaga's in Vegas. Yeah, like, like, just. Ah, uh, 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 chaos. Um, okay. I'm, I'm for it. I am pro doing this. I was just like, that's funny, but. <laughs> yes, it is the July is our Sarah Michelle Geller month, of which we will be because she she doesn't have a whole lot of horror under her belt. She has uh, a decent amount to uh, that solidified her as a scream queen, right? But yeah, she doesn't right. she doesn't have this endless uh, filmography of horror films. Uh, even though she's done so much work in, in the horror genre. Um, so what we're going to do is we're going to start with the sequence. I want to play a little game to do this. Um, we are going to pass it. So Ian's going to start with uh, a plot point during the sequence. You're going to pass it to somebody, and we're going to keep going until... until uh, I, I figured it would be fun to kind of go through the sequence. Just a little fun thing to wait, see wait. if we I, all remember. <laughs> I'm just like saying what happens in the scene? Just exactly, yes. I'm passing it whenever you want. You can go as long as you want. And you just pass it whenever whenever it's time. All right. We oh. open on Sarah Michelle Geller sitting on the couch watching TV. And she gets a phone call from who, Adam? Well, the killer. But like, is it Ted? <laughs> is it like Ted? That was very Wendy Williams, the killer. <laughs> <laughs> I am speaking. You have, you, have, you have brought Wendy Williams onto your show today. Um, 
this right like that's why when she called it um God, what she called like transformers 2 terminator 2 and then she said performers 2 like it's exactly me. the energy we're um, going for here <laughs> so anyway so the killer um calls no it, it, it's, a, it's a person named ted right yeah it's her boyfriend yeah yeah her, ted. isn't it is it actually Ted first? Isn't it actually Ted first? Or no, it's never Ted. It's no, nobody I, acting like Ted, and nobody claims to be Ted. She guesses Ted. Okay. Right. Yes. They, he did like a little like guess who, and she's like, I hate Ted. Um, like you know, <laughs> like something my husband would never do. Like like he could I could say it's me, and he would be like, prove it. <laughs> prove you're not the killer. <laughs> um. So so she gets a call from Ted, and. Uh gosh, what does she do next? She's um it's a good guy. She, good guy. She says she's sober sister. She says she's sober sister. Right? Like like right. She's like, oh, everybody's out of the house right now. Everyone's out kegging or drinking or whatever. And she said, Oh, I'm I'm here. I'm sober sister here to drive everybody home. Pass. To who? To Zach, you. Okay. Yeah. So she kind of gives the rundown. She she does the whole thing, the whole bit, gives us, you know, why she's there and everything, just like Adam said. And um I'm stalling because I'm trying to piece together <laughs> what's happening. Um and, and the call gets a little weird, right? The call gets weird and he's he, she she does the line, why do you always answer a question with a question, you know? Mm. Um and then she hangs up on him. And I think he calls her back and yeah. Why does she leave? Why does she call campus security? <laughs> she, okay, I can pass it whenever he I want. Like you know, pass her to out, and then she goes and checks outside. Yes, doesn't, pass to Ian. Doesn't she hear something, and then or he says That's something it. about? Yeah, and yes. so she goes. Either she hears something, or he says something about seeing her. So she goes to check the door, opens the door. <laughs> there's nobody there. Looks at the staircase. Looks up, asks where anyone <laughs> is, and then Zachary, what happens? Uh, there's crackling on the phone. This receiver doesn't go very far. Uh, she can't really get campus security on the on the phone. She comes back inside instead of going out the front door. Uh, the Sydney Prescott advice: you just go out the front door, right? Um, and one of her uh, one of her sorority sisters comes in and gives her a little spook. Um, the phone rings, and uh, she's not going to answer it. She's a little spooked by it. The the, the sorority sister takes the phone, um, and then what happens, Adam? Um, so, uh, so, uh, Audrey from <laughs> Vegas Vacation, who that actress is. Is that uh, who that is? It is, yeah. Um, so, because I, I remember that because she showed up on 24 later and I was like, oh, I really love her. And then someone's like, she's a Scientologist. And I was like, oh, okay. It's okay. Um, we make exceptions. <laughs> so anyway, so the Scientologist is like, hi, anyway, I took the phone back. And, and then like, give, and like basically it's like, oh, here's Ted. Like, you know, they, they, everyone's just like, Ted must sound like a creep. I don't know what that sounds like. I'm more scared of Ted than Mickey in this movie. Yes. Like, I'm like, so, no, that that's like Mickey doing a voice box. Like, that's what Ted really sounds like. Um, I, I, I wanted to, like, meet Ted later in the movie, like a funeral. I kind of do. Like that, and he's like, nah, and he's got kind of like a creepy <laughs> It's robot. Roger Jackson. It's just like that. <laughs> yeah, no. um, anyways, so she gives the phone back. She's like, anyway, toodles and leaves. Like, she's basically Buffy from the like flashback and becoming where she's like got the sucker and like she's like yeah. being really really origin story girly girl so she toodles out of there and cc is like all st still plucked like this friend is not able to see that like her friend is like shaken up by a phone call yes um so then then she searches around 
Um, she does like kind of a big eyed, like creep around the house. We get a full view of the sorority house. And then out of a closet runs the killer. <laughs> um, and then they have a chase up the stairs. And then that scary movie basically moment happens. Where she's <laughs> wrong, like she's at one rung and she's like, plant, bicycle. Um, and then they chase up the stairs and then they're up in like an attic. It felt, this part felt very, speaking of, because we all did the Black Christmas episodes, this felt this felt very Black Christmas. I love yeah. the house. And then they're up in the attic where it was like, oh, it's a very like that Black Christmas attic where, where the killer just was. Um, and then there's a whole bunch of stuff there. And I think um, she throws something through the thing to like escape. Like she throws the thing through the glass or like he throws her into it. Hold no, on, anyway, hold on. Pass, you know, happen. <laughs> if you need to correct anything, you, this is the time you can go back and do that. Yeah, yeah, she he throws her through the glass. He like grabs her, she screams, throws her through the glass window. And I'm just going to finish it off. He then stabs her in the back two times, picks her up, throws her off the balcony, and then Everclear plays as he cleans off his knife. And as Adam said, Mickey was real pissed. Why? <laughs> it's so funny. Like, when you think of it in the context, it's like, this kill happens, I guess, because, like, her name is Casey and they were trying to connect the, the victims. But it was, like, basically, like, it, it happens because, like, she made fun of a guy in a film class. Like she made fun of a film, bro, and that's like murderable offense, as we all literally know now. Um, <laughs> yeah, online. like kind of. Yeah, it's so funny because, like, that's the interesting thing about Scream Two is how much more episodic it is than Scream. Like, yeah, in that's Scream, true. everybody kind of knew each other, and the kills were like, "Oh no, not so and so," but like, they don't really know JF. Pinkett Smith's character or or her boyfriend. They don't really know Cece. Like they don't interact. So it's not like why like Cece's dead. Like they just know, oh, there's another murder. Mm -hmm. but, and like, they were seeing these little like interludes where it's big because they had to film it so fast because it came out so fast. They had to write it so fast. They had to film it so fast. And they were like, we're going to get these names. So it's like, these need to be no one else that we could be. There's a crew right. off shooting the Gail Sydney stuff while someone's shooting Sarah Michelle getting yeah. chopped off a balcony. And then she's just got to quickly dust the glass off her before she's getting into golf cart to be taken over to Sunnydale. Um, <laughs> Seriously. Across the alleyway, across a, a, just a, a quick little lawn with some tombstones and then she has a Buffy Summer sales. Zach, I think Adam just put like a like nail on exactly why. So Zach and I liked Scream too. It's just we don't like it as much mm -hmm. as a lot. Of, like a lot of people, they think it's like better than the original and blah, blah, blah. And I think... What you, what you just said is maybe why Zach and I, because like people think we were too hard on it in our episode, and we were a little um, harsh, but I think that's why. Like it's like it's not quite like oh Buffy's dead, oh Jada Pinkett Smith's dead, but like. Well, well, and I, I, so when we recorded that episode, I will say that I was not the biggest Scream Two fan. I'm like a newly converted Scream Two fan, where I just watched it like a couple months ago again, and I thought it was like the greatest fucking thing because it really is the last time we see Sydney's like. Like, she's got a full arc here, right? She's not, like, kind of sidelined for a little bit of the movie. Like, it's her movie. It is just her movie. Um, And I think that the, the, the kills and all of the victims kind of being scattered throughout this college town makes a lot of sense. Um, Because, yes, they're trying to do the copycat thing with the names, but uh, this is a whole different killer, right? So, like, they, they wouldn't... You know, they might not be thinking in the exact same way where I'll get all of her friends, right? Or I'll right. get all of the people surrounding her. I They're just, like, trying to create a buzz. They're trying to create some fear in Sydney. And so it doesn't really matter. And even the name thing sometimes gets kind of dropped, right? I, I think feel it's like not, it's just I, a, 
I think the name thing is very stupid. Because they don't really go anywhere. It's a red herring. It's a red herring. Like, so so the thing that I really liked most about Scream 2, so like I will say uh, if Scream 2 had the original ending where it was her friend and not the mom, like the mom was like an invention at the minute. Um, If they didn't have the mom ending, we'd feel way differently about this movie. Yeah. Um, I will say that that ending killer reveal does a lot of lifting for people's love of this movie. I doesn't invalidate it, but I'm saying like it is a big. I think you're right. Yeah. Point of point of that because like if it was gonna if it was gonna be Timothy Oliphant and the friend, um, forgive me, I don't know the actress's name. Um, but like it's it it was she was originally gonna be she was really the killer. And then the script leaked or whatever in the early internet. And then they had to like rewrite it. And then like, good that they did because like came up with this ending that like made it like a very memorable movie. Um, but I will say that a, a big part of Scream 2's appeal for, like, it's one of those things where like, I can't disentangle it. Cause I saw it in the theaters. It was like a free, you know, Amber was the same age, but like, I don't know if you saw it in the theaters. I, that was like, the first scream I saw. It in was theater, like, yeah. it was like, oh my God, it was like, we're 14. And I'm just like, oh my God, it's gonna be a first big boy movie. And like, I'm like, oh my God, I'm like, I'm watching that. Like, it was like one weekend I saw like that and Titanic and like fucking uh, Michelle Yeo in a Bond movie. In, in like two weeks, it was like Michelle Yeoh in a Bond movie, um, Titanic and Scream 2. And I was just like, Everything is made for me. Like, you should have kept all of those stubs. You should have framed those stubs, kept them. I should have. Made them heirlooms. Um, kind of I mean, getting... Could have, been the, the, could have been like the biggest piece of shit, and I would have still been like, it was whole space in my life. Um, but yeah, yeah, let's get into the scene more. This so- chase scene. Yeah. So this chase scene really is supposed to be the mimic of Casey Becker, right? Um, they're kind of subverting with a couple different things here, right? It's they're they're not it's not the opening kill. And it's not as detailed or it goes a lot quicker and the tension builds a lot quicker. And then they kind of like, you know, just blow the load a lot quicker. Um, whereas Casey Becker was really like, nobody knew what they were going into. You know, you just sat there and watched this and yeah. it unfolded with this one. I, I, I love that. They recognize that we know what's going to happen. So do it in, in a fun way, right? Not so much a, we have right. to trick somebody, you know? Right. Like, you know, she's going to die. That's, well, it's like the set piece is is a little lacking. Like it definitely was like, it felt like kind of how I feel about a lot of the newer screams mm-hmm. where um, it's like, oh, we're just in a house. Like it's like, I'm, like, I feel like Scream 2 leveled up in so many different ways where it's like Randy is pulled into a van and then there's a movie theater kill. Like a lot of these kills are very dramatic and very big and the set pieces are memorable. Um, I'm a big settings person. Um, I'm like, well, you can't just kill somebody. You have to kill them in like a really dramatic, you have to kill them in like a new environment. That's like, I mean, it's, it's how I'm ranting about the Obi-Wan show because I'm just like, I'm like, there's too many, all this new Star Wars is like too many drab planets full of grass and nothing. <laughs> like we need to have the, the ice planet, the cloud planet, the, the, a very setting space. So like the setting of the sorority house is, that's why it's like a little lower on my list. A, because mm-hmm. like I, I wanted to see, obviously, see her be in the movie more. Um, well, that's yeah. fair because, you know, she gets the phone calls. We kind of do the Wes Craven thing where we the camera follows her through the house. We see the layout. But then once she hits the stairs, it's like boom, 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 boom. There's no, like, her climbing on a lattice or, like, climbing out of a window or, like, and it could have, like, we did have a Helen Shivers. We have to, 
We had a whole Helen Shivers like chase scene like that, but it would have been nice to see that here as well. Yeah. Yeah. Because she can she can carry a chase scene. Yes. You're already dealing with the weight of we know her so well as Buffy, and it's like, why is she just not kapowing this guy? And like that's like not the movie's fault, but like it's like it's one of those things where like in any which you did last summer, that was a problem, but like it's really a problem here where it's like there isn't even a little cleverness of how to get away you maybe maybe she almost gets away like i wanted like a more of a close shave maybe i don't know because like do you agree with that ian then yeah okay well i think because like that's that's what like i know you did last summer the the thing sarah michelle do is she can she can like a chase scene right she's Mm, like she has the range she can do the face acting of like i'm alone but i gotta like act to nothing i gotta act to the air um and she's good at that so she can this chase scene with a lesser actor would have been um but it is good because she's good but i would have preferred yeah like helen shivers it's like you're like oh shit she's gonna get away and then she turns and then that's her mistake her mistake is turning around for one second right um and i do think that would have like i wish like it's almost like because we at this point we know because we saw the first movie, so we know that they do two killers. Right. I would have like, not to be like, what well, I would have done, but what I would have done is <laughs> we do that like, all the time. Don't worry, I love that. Yeah, that's our, that's our game here. I was like, right. So what I would have done is like, <laughs> she almost gets away. She has some clever, like she's very, very, very close. She's so far away from the killer. We're like, she is out of there. She's gone. Second killer turns a corner, gets her. That would, mm. yeah, that would be good. Like it would be like, oh my god, we've never seen two killers in the same. Seem like we know that there are two usually yeah. yeah but like to have it be like oh we're gonna use that like, which would have been like really that. good and we're in a sorority house man like like kind of going into the set a little bit more we are in a sorority house give us rooms to play with give us like right. a laundry shoot you know danielle harris style or something yeah. you know just any sort of uh, i don't know we because we we got a lot of the first floor but we didn't really get like any chase throughout the first floor or anything like that we just got doors and phones you know um, we got a lot more black christmas like homages yeah like, had, the, the whole movie's in that house like so you, you could have had like there's a few memorable things where it could have mm-hmm. been like whatever i do think the way they did it though works for me and it doesn't n- knock it down on on my list at all because of how quick it is because it is when you watch her sarah is so good and the scene plays so well that yeah there is no time for her to think she's just going right whereas right. like helen has moments i don't know why we're comparing helen they gave her like plenty of time to like have quieter moments where she can sit and think try to like yeah yeah come up with the route cc cooper has no no way to come up with the route she's just like booking it she even she tries one door and she just got to go in the straightest line that she sees right maybe um, like if she had opened one of the doors and like one of the sorority sisters had been cut up and was i wanted yeah. a roof climbing i love a roof climb <laughs> you, you know do she could have gone out on the yeah. bal- balcony climbed up on the roof and and like you said adam right this second i don't know how the second killer got up on the second killer the shows up like, but just we don't even more. care we don't care why why yeah, the killers on the roof it's a Kill throws her off the damn roof it's right? like a clever girl moment where it's just like oh she turns it's like she yeah. thinks she's away and it's like ooh, there's no it's too late she could have been holding on because there's a little uh i don't even know what these words are but the little like they're not antennas but like decorative antennas that sit on top of like a roof peak right do you know what i'm talking about like it's usually oh, like, like a, a weather or something 
I don't fucking know what it is. Um, there was something <laughs> yeah. up there. There was something up there in the in the establishing shot. And I, it would have been cool. She could have like held on to that or something. Tried to scream for help, and then it like breaks or or something, and she just goes flying down. Right. I think um, what always bothered me. So like watching this when I was younger, I I mean again, this was because I didn't start Buffy till season three, so I wasn't like into Buffy yet. But I remember thinking same thing I thought with Helen Shivers, like oh well she's Buffy, she'll get away, right? Um, and then thinking oh they just kind of throw her off a balcony, like, right? Because I, I mean, granted, he stabs her a lot. She probably we're acting like we have extra money to throw at this, right? But right. we we don't. They had budget. They had time. She had one night. She they gave her. She gave him five hours. Okay. I, I, think, <laughs> I think she had a few hours. I, I think yeah. she, I think if she took that floral piece off, she's wearing a Buffy outfit. Yeah. yeah she, like, I think she's just, yeah. That's why she's so dowdy. Yeah. Like in the, she's got that sort of lace multiple layer thing. I got coming underneath. She's got a Buffy tank on. Yeah. I want to count the shots from when she hits the stairs all the way up because it couldn't have been very detailed, right? There must have been like, you know, a handful of shots in for, in that sequence then. Well, like you said, he follows her and the camera does yeah. follow her. So it's probably like one longer shot for most yeah. of it. You could have, I think that's one day, that's one day of shooting. I think yeah. maybe two. Um, Cause that's the other thing with Scream 2 as a whole. I know we're talking about the scene, but like the Scream 2 as a whole, you really feel, and honestly, I have a big love for m- movies that like you can really feel the um, filmmaking constraints they had. They had like six months to put the script together, cast it, location scout. They had four weeks yeah. to shoot. They they were not thinking. They were like changing the killer in the middle of it. Like they like it's, they had a whole bunch of red herrings because the script went seven different ways at one point. Um, and it's, it's very inconsistent, but like, I kind of in, enjoy that. Um, and I, that's why I can't wait for Scream 6 because they're doing the same psychopathic schedule. It really is, like, yeah. Oh, and like, Sydney's in it and she's not in it. She's in it, she's not in it. Like, yeah. she's like, Nev Campbell's like, oh, yeah, we worked it out. And then she's like, I will, I, I will know my journey is done. Like, or just, oh, could you like, imagine Sarah Michelle Gellar running through an apartment building, JC? Ah. Like, how amazing. Just give it to me. I don't care that that yeah. was a say. She played another character in Her the cousin, series. I don't care. Dye her hair brown, <laughs> okay? Like, <laughs> and it, it has so many cool, just like, like, actors we love like a little bit like like um tony what's his name who's in um who's in uh grand budapest hotel who's also oh, yeah, yeah. flash like he's gonna be in it and then we got our, our ready or not weaving Samara weaving like so you've got like a, the, the cast is here 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 and here yeah. and you and i do love that shit adam I that is very new nice. and i love because again scream five scream the are we calling this one scream two i, I really I feel like it's Great, but you gotta like scream it. I feel like it's, it's <laughs> well, like explanation I, I points, right? It's like screaming. Scream. Well, I think I saw like I don't know if this was like if official or not, but I saw like a thing that said scream two, and then you could see a six in yes. the kind of see the six, yeah. And I was like, well, then what do you call it? Then? They need they need You're to make it a little bit more clear, but it looks like exclamation points to me. So I'm kind of thinking it's just I'm yeah, yelling in my I, head. I'm just like scream. It's so like as I want to show me the Scream fan who's like if you called it Scream Six they'd be like it's a little old for me. It's <laughs> right, a, like, it ages it. It's like <laughs> they all know what number this is. 
I'm yeah, quite like, okay with them just doing Scream 2, though. If right. they just want to call it, like, I will, if you wanted to call it <laughs> Scream Returns, I'll fucking call it whatever you want to call it. It's the fucking movie, okay? Rise of Scream. We, uh, us, <laughs> are going to call it Scream 6, right? I'm, that's exactly <laughs> right. I, I'm getting so to that age where I'm like, that's very cute. We know it. what Prometheus number this is. We can't count. Okay. Alien before Alien. That's what I'm going to call you, Prometheus. Um, I will do that. No, that's, and that was my problem with Scream 5 is that they didn't kill enough people. They were like, mm. here's all the, like, they have such a big cast coming back for this one. I was like, you better start chopping. Mm. There's a lot of, that was a flop killer who, like, just wounded a lot of people. I, I like the no. I like there being more characters. Yeah, because that's that's one of my issues with Scream Two is every new character. Scream Two and Four, right. which I do love, every new character dies, and I kind of like to have like some new characters live because mm. then it's like uh-huh. if every new every movie all the new characters die, then it's like. Meh. Well, I mean, like I think Scream the first did it. The first. Scream the first. Scream ninety ninety six. Did the best because it was like a balance of like people because you have to again you have to have someone you love die and I'm not counting Dewey and that right um so you have to have like you have to have like a non legacy like just say you have to say yeah where it's like oh shit like it has to have states otherwise it's like I I think at the end of of Scream Five that's where I was like oh they both like both the twins made it like I'm happy both of them are gonna be in it again but it was like it seems so improbable because there's so many stab wounds in it. Oh, I'm completely fine with it. It, 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 because we know like the likelihood of one of them biting it. This, this next one is, is pretty right. high that I, I wanted as many new characters in this one as we were going to get. Right. So like that one just felt more of like a setup to me, right. but like, let's talk about Sarah Michelle Gellar for a second. Right. Um, and her in this scene Let's talk about how she sells it. Does she kind of, is she kind of like phoning it in? Because it's very clearly like her management were like, Scream 1 was huge. You need to get your face in this movie. You don't have time to film a, a huge role in this movie, but we'll get your face in it, right? I would even say that like Wes Craven or Dimension Films was like, Buffy is a very big show. Yes. We need Sarah. Like I would even. She like, did not care need... to be in this movie. No. She did not give a fuck about being in this movie. I mean, but it was a great business move for her. Well, that's the thing. Like it got her in the Entertainment Weekly photo shoot, which yeah. is full of people who aren't in the movie a lot. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Tori Spelling is, is in Tori's it. Spelling, Tori Spelling. Yeah. But I fucking love it, and I'm so happy about it. Right. <laughs> is it, well, like I'm trying to picture. Is Heather Graham in the? Yes. yes. In the, it's it's yeah. stupid. Like, Heather it's like Graham, Tori it. Spelling, Jada Pinkett Smith, Sam Michelle Geller, Courtney Cox, and Nev so Campbell. good, so good. It's though. Like, so it's who, 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 and who with the character <laughs> names. We're like, I'm like, uh. And Heather Graham wasn't even famous back then, right? Yeah. No, she was, because she did, oh, she, was. Um, she did Boogie Nights. That was Oh, her, was, okay, was I thought Boogie Nights was after. Okay, that makes sense. Don't get me started, because she did Twin Peaks <laughs> in 1991, and she's in the finale. Don't get me started, yeah. Um, but she I did show that. up and give, Sarah showed up and gave, gave a performance still. Oh, yeah. It does feel slightly phoned in to me. It feels really? very like copy paste for her, but she's so good at doing just act and act and acting right. that, you know, it, it reads as like top notch still, right? right? Because oh, it she's... is still her, her classic Helen Shivers acting scared kind of thing. You know, there's not a whole yeah. lot of 
depth to the character. I think there's more depth with her in... I'm really glad that there's that classroom scene, right? Because we get a lot of character from her there. Um, yeah. Well, and like, I I think the thing is, I don't think Sam Richard Geller, like, I guess we're both saying the same thing here, but I don't think she phones in anything because mm-hmm. especially from like any time I've talked to any Buffy actors on Slayer Fest, it's always like, you did not want to mess yeah. up when you had a scene with okay. Sarah because she so then knew everything. I'll backtrack. I don't, I don't think she's capable of phoning anything fair, in. Fair. I think she had already a template of what she was going to do here, and that's more of what I mean. It's, that's it, fair. She's yeah. not reinventing the wheel with right. exactly. She wasn't like trying to do anything. She was new. Like she, this is her like with a. It's not like doing a different thing. They like yeah. they hired her for this thing. Yeah, and I, I even if she, if she was like. Listen, I did this at 3 a.m. before, like, having to go nap on a cot and then, like, be shaken awake by Allison Hannigan in the morning. <laughs> and, like, like I had I had a few hours, like, whatever, like, and she still pulled it through. Like, I, it doesn't read as, like, yeah, I think it's more that, where it's, like, it's not phony. It's more, like, yes, she's doing very familiar stick here, which like, then becomes very infamous. For, it's very good. It's, yeah, it's basically, like, oh, we're doing that, like, She's doing that thing we all love. Say the yeah. line. Like, it's, it's that, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and, like, I remember reading that Sam Richard Geller was the only person who didn't get scared when she had to film her, like, alone scenes with Roger Jackson because he would be, like, close by talking, doing oh. the, like, ghost face, and that she was the only one that didn't get scared and between takes would, like, sit down with him and talk to him. But she was, like, fine. I'm sure. Oh, I'm sure. Which I love. I it love the idea exactly of her being, like... like her. No, what am I? What's to be scared about? Like, I'm uh, uh, acting like a sixty-year-old veteran actress by this point. She's <laughs> like, "Come on now, guys." You know, I want to know what her goals were going into acting because I know she went in really young, which is like you, you your mind just like adapts to it, right? And it's right. just what you know. But at this time, and like, imagine her sitting on the Scream Two set on like some chair that they bring out for her during while they're lighting the set. What What is her goal? What is she thinking? What is she? Is she? here to get it done for a couple hours, get out of there. Um, does she have, I don't know, but it, like, what was her acting dream? I guess. Does she, cause she, she seems more like this was a career thing rather than like, a. I yeah. want to get up on the Oscar stage. And I, think I, so. I, 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 I cannot picture Sarah Michelle Gellar doing an Oscar speech in the bathroom mirror. I just don't. No, this isn't like a, she doesn't seem hyper. Like she didn't seem like that type of Tracy flick. Like, yeah. Um, Black Swan, Nina Sayers, like, um, her goals were simple. It was to do all of this and then her, do her dream of making simply irresistible. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, <laughs> that was it. Dream and then me. she did it. And, and then she married Freddie Prince. Right. Yeah. <laughs> and she had her little career and she's, you know, financially comfortable and she can come back when she when she wants to, hopefully. And Simply uh, Irresistible warned us about foodsters. They were like, Foodsters is coming. <laughs> okay, let's go into her costume a little bit because I'm not the biggest fan of this costume, I have to admit. I it's a little muted for me. And I'm not a big fan I, of the pants. I but Adam, did you no, you didn't interview Cynthia Bergstrom with me. I forget. No. Might have been it might have been Philip Ellis who did. Yeah, it was Philip Ellis. And I actually asked her because the pants and boot shoe that she's wearing look exactly <laughs> like the pants and boot shoe that she wears in becoming when she does yeah. her run with the jacket. Right. And Cynthia was like, I was like, is it? Did I like crack the code? And she was like, uh no, I don't but think so. But I just don't <laughs> accept that answer either, though. I feel like 
we know better. <laughs> Ian, I just you picture like you having this like I'm so very proud cool costume designer, and you like have the murder wall behind you where you're like, listen, it's it's this. It's this, right? She's like, it was a boot. I don't remember the boot kid. Yeah, she was like, <laughs> I don't think so. Like, oh my god! Oh, she had like a long Corella Deville cigarette too while she was That's kind of what I wanted. Like, uh, yeah, just to instead of these pictures on my wall, it's like, yeah. where was Sarah Michelle Geller while filming these shows? <laughs> I wish you had that. I wish you had it. It's the, the outfit is iconic. I will say that. I'll, I'll kind of like put that out there so I don't get a bunch of hate that this is an iconic outfit. And when people think of Sarah Michelle and scream uh scream two this is they can picture the costume already right well they've got her in like spring like she's in like a lilac kind of sweater set before which Mm. is like it's so funny like i love her um film school looks so much i like wrote it into um my current slasher i was like she's wearing a lilac sweater (laughs) it's so dirty it's so stupid like but anyway (laughs) if you see that character it's like her (laughs) <laughs> um, but like I, I don't know. I just think like I think like the the spring tones like just look really good. So like I think all of this sort of like lace and and you know and like you know soft pinks and and and, and lavenders and this and that. Like so I think um, I mean I get what you mean, but I feel like the character is supposed to be a little. she's sober sister like she's and absolutely works there's nothing about it that doesn't work it just is not my favorite i just don't it's not exciting to me even though it works absolutely perfectly and we always talk about how sarah's hair just happens to always work with every single episode that she's in and this is yeah a a great example of that right like the hair just fell perfectly and like, not to go back to, but like when I would talk to the season seven costume designer from Buffy, he would always say that dressing Sam Michelle Geller was so easy because she looked good in like everything. And I buy that, right? I mean, that's the thing. Like, I feel like it would be like, I, I couldn't imagine that that fit on like everybody. Right, yes. And it's not because like, oh, because she's got a certain, but it's just like, I don't know. She's got, she's got that it factor. She's, she wears it with, right. she wears everything with confidence too, right? That's and true. like, that helps to be like, she doesn't look like, she doesn't look like, ooh, like her shoulders aren't like, you know what I mean? She's like very like, yup. And the fact that she's like a hundred percent with her acting. And I feel like yeah. that helps us be like, yeah, sure. That outfit works. Even if like Zach said, even if it's not something you love, it's like, okay, but it is iconic. It like works for this. It's just, you know, and I, I think you're right, Adam. It's like, not everyone should look cute in it, but it's because she just like sells everything. But I also think her body is super malleable to any costuming that people put her in. She's like one of those rare body types that kind of works in everything. Um, yeah, yeah. You look right. at her like, you know, dressed as a porn star, dressed as like, you know, Chris now or, you know, Buffy. And like, she just, her body works for. Yeah. Well, the Velma outfit. outfit yeah. You know, like, yeah. Daphne. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, Daphne. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm like, the- uh, <laughs> this outfit, I can't find the exact sale price, but it did sell on November 5th, 2021. Very 2021. recently. Yes. Uh, it does say make offer to owner of $8,625 or more. So I'm guessing it sold for around there. Um, so somebody has this with blood, you know, blood stain complete. Um, oh, wow. Sitting in That's their house cool. right now. That's cool, yeah. though. But also, what the fuck do you do with that in your house, right? I drop money on it. I get a mannequin and I put it in a glass case. <laughs> okay, That's exactly what I do with it. Zach, you, you're doing what my, so my friend John Hybert, who I went to film school with, he, he moved back home to um, Ashland, Wisconsin. He runs a movie theater out there. Mm. And he runs <gasps> that perfect 
a perfect thing to like own with shit like that. He, he runs it like the arc like he ha- he has slowly been purchasing God, that's a fucking cool, man. Of like, that's uh, that's a dream. Like, that, I didn't know I had, dream. and now I have it. Okay, no, it's a dream. Like, he, like he's like he moved back to like rural Wisconsin, <laughs> met this great guy, like runs this theater, like greatest guy. Like, it's like he's living his life, and I'm like I'm, I'm, I'm here, here in LA, being like I'm still doing it, um, kind of. Um, but he's just like absolutely living the dream. Runs a movie theater. He's got glass cases everywhere, and and he's that's, that is he's cool, got yeah. very much his style of stuff so he gets stuff that's like a, probably a little more affordable maybe like this mm-hmm. is like probably the, the ceiling but like it's all like stuff that like from from this era that we'd be like oh my god it would be like it's the outfit sandra bullock wore in forces of nature like, yeah. it's like but that's the thing like, is like these yeah, things like, <laughs> these things you know over the last 20 years you, we, we should have thrown down a loan on it i mean i couldn't take that alone <laughs> at 10 years old but i should have fucking done it had my parents do it because like so this one if this outfit sold for about eight thousand dollars it's only going to appreciate especially with the nostalgia fest that we are just never going to get out of that this yeah. outfit will never sell below eight thousand dollars ever again right so like all of these outfits that ever always came up for auction we should have just like snapped them all up because you'll never find them again Um, especially horror stuff because people love this like all of the screen four outfits went up for auction like and somebody has them all and if they ever come back up that's gonna be like twenty thousand dollars plus you know i want to know who bought like who has the like you know when you see those tweets make the rounds of like oh guys should dress like this now and it's like the 80s like yeah, yeah. guys with like the cutoff and like the the, the sh- not not johnny depp but like the, the uh, yeah 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 no the camper one like the what have you seen him so i want to know like like stuff like that like if someone was like that's the outfit i'd be like i don't know what that movie is or who the actor name is who's in it or what the character name is or what happened to that character but like i sure do know that outfit yeah yeah, yeah. It was like a look of like all of those horror movies in the 80s. Yeah, absolutely. And horror is the thing for that. That's where you get the micro fandom way more than yes. even sci-fi or or anything. Like this is yeah. just like real people clothing that has taken on mythic. Yeah, yeah. Portions. In our last uh, uh, chasing breakdown, we did we talked about like where the uh, Kroger Queen dress would be because that's not like popped up anywhere online. So somebody has it, you know. Well, I always like. And God, I'm, I'm sorry I keep bringing up, but like when I've talked to the costume, it's like we talked to Cynthia Bergstrom, right? Who did Buffy and Scream. And she wore Gail Weathers' yeah. necklace, Adam, when we interviewed. She was like, oh, the necklace I'm wearing is actually Gail's necklace. I don't know if I could do that. I think it would like give me too uh, much anxiety. I would have to just put it in and never <laughs> touch it. You know, I, I would be like, that's the thing. Like it would, it would like the, I'd be walking around and I just know, <laughs> like I'd be walking around not realizing that it had fallen off somewhere like it had fallen off and the then you lose your mind yeah and fell I'd off into like, my hand and i'll put it in my pocket adam <laughs> right no again, <laughs> i'm with you Zach. like i wouldn't be too like again i like the, the anything makes me nervous but um i would not be able to be on the set with the with the screen voice guy i would, I would be like huh. um but i would say yeah i mean i think that's one of those things where you know this, this i mean it's, it's not it's not like the most iconic outfit ever mm-hmm. it's not but it's not what helen hunt wore in twister i, got, <laughs> I would pay ten thousand dollars all of it yeah exactly <laughs> <laughs> but it is something this is still something that will uh she's gonna have she's gonna have a moment where she comes back right it's gonna happen we it, it's just Sarah, it will happen with her every gay mind on the planet yeah. is like 
rubbing crystals. We are yeah. fucking waiting. Yeah. This is this is it, it is an iconic scene, isn't it? Um, it is one that lends itself to the Scream franchise. When we have our handful of you know iconic scenes from the Scream franchise, this is this is one of those ones that you just automatically think of. This is like one of the chase scenes you think of within the Scream like universe, but also especially for like Scream Two. It's like this and Gale's chase scene. Yeah. towards the end are like they made fun of it for this is the scene they made fun of for scary movie which yeah was, it's, I get so like again like it's it's clearly hit a moment in people's lives and it because it is a little archetypal it is yeah. for the reasons we've said it is like yeah it's a it's a meat and potatoes chocolate ice cream like it's a very everybody loves this kind of flavor thing and she does it better than anybody right came in and delivered like dominoes and it just is and it was done yeah like yeah. it kind of is something to be said about not reinventing the wheel every time, which I think maybe for the newer screams, I wish they would overthink a little less, but well, that's another. Yeah. This movie uh, is just yeah. filled with <laughs> moments. And I think this is just one of many moments that it has made scream Two So iconic, which is so, so lucky for them. Right. Because of how fast they did move with it, that it could have right. very well yeah. been like so shitty, but it turned out so iconic and so great. And this yeah. is one of those scenes that adds to it. She never misses even when she hits the pavement. So yep. <laughs> <laughs> with that, with that, uh, Adam, where can everybody find you? You can find me on every social platform, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, um, not Facebook. Um, at uh, the Adam Sass, and then you can buy my current and future books at uh, wherever you buy your books. Surrender Your Sons is available everywhere now. The 99 Boyfriends of Micah Summers will be available in September, and Your Lonely Nights Are Over, the book I've been shamelessly plugging, um, is currently in my inbox. It's currently just sitting there, um, but it will be available um, <laughs> next year, but uh, you can't pre-order it, but you can add it to your Goodreads account. And if I recall, it's the book I read the first few chapters of, right, Adam? It is. It is. It's a little different now, but it, it, it is definitely, um, yeah, it's definitely spooky, moody vibes. I will say I've never read only four chapters of a book and loved it that much. So I'm very excited. <laughs> and you read it years and years yeah. and years ago. So like that, that's a, that's a good, that's yeah. a good sign. Adam's, uh, uh, Adam's scream, scream six death is him uh because that book is just sitting in his drive or whatever he goes and pulls it up to do a revision and uh somebody's changed all the words to what's your favorite scary movie and it just kills him kills oh him God. automatically kills him instantly i have been pulling like 12 hour days to finish this revision on time and like i will be like up at midnight alone in the house because my husband's dead like away for the week and I'm just like in this spooky house, scaring myself, writing a scary book. And, it's the, and, and I've been writing so long, like the sun is set. So I haven't like changed the lighting in the house. And it's just Which like- Which is very oh. scream. <laughs> it's very scream. Um, so, and I'm like, hopefully this feeds the, hopefully this feeds the book. Um, so yes, you can, you can, you can add that to Goodreads uh, and it will tell you and you can pre-order it. There you go. There you go. Well, we thank you guys so much for listening. And we will continue next time, next week, with the uh, Summer of Cybershock <laughs> Killers. That's so ridiculous to say now. It sounds fucking uh, stupid now. I'm done with it. Summer <laughs> <laughs> Michelle Geller summer is over. It will not continue. No, it'll continue. That, that next canceled. <laughs> We're going to be doing The Grudge. The Grudge and The Grudge too. So uh, no. look out for that next, next, uh, next week. And uh, yeah, we'll cover another Summer of Michelle Geller chase scene. <laughs> At some point, we'll do another chase scene breakdown with somebody else, but it's, we gotta we gotta do all of hers first. Um, 
Thank you guys so much for watching, and we will see you next time. Bye.